to kids' first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Catherine. Today we'll be talking about The Batman, Uncharted, The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, and American Underdog, The Kurt Warner Story. First, we'll be reviewing The Batman with Ethan and Benjamin. Hello, how are you guys? Hi, good. I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good. So Ethan, what is The Batman about? Well, The Batman takes place in Gotham City, as most people know, and it's basically just the home of Batman stories. And there's this crazy killer named Riddler, who's played by Paul Dano, who does a really, really good job. I kind, I really, really loved his performance. And he kills liars and politic figures and reveals how corrupt they are. And he likes to leave trails of clues, you know, because his name is the Riddler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the whole time, it's like Batman being kind of like a little detective catching after him. Okay, it sounds really interesting. And there have been a lot of Batman uh, movies and shows or like shows and movies that are featuring Batman. And so Benjamin, I assume that you've seen the previous ones, um, but have you? Perhaps. Yeah, no, I've (laughs) I've seen most of them. Yeah. Uh, So did you have a favorite and did like, how did uh, the Batman compare? So this is a really interesting question because obviously the Dark Knight gets kind of those movies with Christian Bale. Um, and Christopher Nolan get hailed as kind of the creme de la creme um, of all things Batman. Yeah. Uh, and those are my favorite. Dark Knight is my favorite. Ba- Actually, no, that's not true. Lego Batman movie is my favorite Batman movie. That's a good uh, one. <laughs> it was when I saw it when I was 12 and it is when I'm 16. I don't know how that happened, but it's just how it went. It's, um, it's a good movie. <laughs> and this, honestly, it has more in common with the Lego Batman movie than you think. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but obviously it has a lot more in common with the Dark Knight. But I think the thing that says that it's so strong about this movie, like the reason I liked it the most is that it is both very much a Batman movie and yet feels kind of unlike uh, any Batman we've seen yet. Um, yeah, at least whenever, on screen. Yeah, whenever I see like movies that are from a series or based off of a person or like a show or something that we've already seen a lot of before i love when it's like very distinctive but also like it can be tied together you know it reminds it's it's a lot like spider-man homecoming honestly it it is sort of like taking this character that we know so well and just kind of reframing the world around him and and i think it's amazing right yeah it's a very good movie like yeah (laughs) spoiler alert Uh, so, Ethan, do you think that it's necessary to read any of the comics or watch any of the previous movies or shows to understand the Batman? Um, I think a little because most people won't really get the Riddler. I mean, you start to maybe if you didn't understand, but there's other people like the Penguin that he talks about, like his old friends that you you wouldn't really, really know if you didn't watch the comics or the other movies. So I think you might want to watch the comics, but I mean, it's, it's enjoyable too, because like everything that Batman has done has been amazing. And this is why I absolutely love things that come from DC or Marvel. Yes. I mean, it's always great when there's like a bunch of comics to back up on, like a lot of the newer, like Marvel shows, especially they're based off, uh, 
kind of closely to the comics. So it's, I haven't, I don't read the comics. Like I haven't read very many of them, but um, from people I've heard from people who have that, you know, they liked the similarity from it. So Benjamin, uh, do you think that, I mean, there were a lot of great actors that have played Batman. Uh, Do you think that Robert Pattinson lived up to the role? Yes. Uh, And I wasn't expecting it. I feel like this guy has spent the last 10, 11 years trying to get people to forget about Twilight. Um, (laughs) And this kind of cements it. Dude, this Batman is freaky. He's a creepy guy. (laughs) They really, they really ran with it. That, and that's one of my um, favorite parts of this movie too, is like, it is, it is so much about if Batman spends all this time trying to get into the minds of these truly deranged people and so many of the people he fights, he has to outthink uh, and outmaneuver. Like, at what point does he become them? And Robert Pattinson, I feel like, was perfect for that, for this incarnation of Batman, like this um, version and what they're going for with it. And clearly put the work in. I mean, some of the fight scenes in this movie are crazy. Uh, <laughs> like, you really believe that one blow to your face from this guy could just break your nose. Um and there's, some, and there's something so honestly scary about this Batman in particular. I mean, obviously, as Ethan was mentioning, like the Riddler has been uh, shifted. <laughs> he is not yeah. so goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a lot more like Zodiac killery. Oh. <laughs> um, but this Batman, like there's something about when he steps out of the shadows, not knowing what he's going to do. And that's that was, uh, I think, another stroke of genius on this movie's part of once again, taking this character we know and we think he, we will know everything he does. Uh, but this one, he's a wild card. Um, and Pattinson uh, was really well cast. Yeah, spent, well, and a, a, a lot of it is on him finding a way to, he spends a lot of this movie in the suit. Um, this mm-hmm. is much more a Batman movie than it is a Bruce Wayne movie. So it is arguably harder for him to kind of make the movie his own. Um, but. Right, well, I'm glad that like he took he took something like er and made it you know uniquer and more distinctive than some of the other batman movies um and i think that it'll you know have a lasting impact i guess <laughs> you know i keep saying this but like it's like a it's being renewed or it's being changed uh for I guess the better it depends on what you're looking for in this kind of uh movie but yeah so, Benjamin, uh, were there any, I think you said that there were a bunch of, like, really crazy fight scenes. So, were there, like, any more notable production aspects, like special effects or costumes uh, or set design? The whole thing. I mean, looking at the credits, a lot of these people, uh, that director, director Matt Reeves, who hasn't made a bad movie yet, um, got to work on this, you know, costume design, production design, uh, in front of and behind the camera um it's just just it's just some of the best people working today uh i mean as for costume design the batman suit is sick oh uh and like i've never seen the batman logo look like this it's like it's so tactical um and the batmobile too like the design elements of building out this world also colin farrell's in this as Mm -hmm. um carm uh excuse me oswald cobblepot and it's unrecognizable, truly. Yeah. Like, uh, I there was not a moment where I was like, oh, yeah, Colin Farrell. I mean, when he showed up, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Colin Farrell. But 
Um, and that was really amazing. Especially, yeah, even as far as like transformations go, which I feel like is a lot more common now in terms of taking a recognizable actor and sticking them in 10 pounds of makeup that requires <laughs> hours and hours uh, to apply. Um, but this, yeah, that was really remarkable. And the whole look of Gotham too. Um, there's, it's really grounded. Um, and I think that works for this version of the character and what they're going for. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a very, you know, detailed and very like, it, it sounds like a really great movie. So uh, I'll start with Ethan. What age range and star rating do you give it? Five out of five stars. Definitely. I don't know who would not give this five out of five stars. <laughs> and I would, I would recommend it ages maybe like 13 to 18 because it's a little darker than I expected it to be, you know, being a Batman. It was it was a little dark. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Benjamin? So I'm going to be that person. I'm not going to give it five out of five stars because this movie <laughs> is so long. It's so long. And I loved it. And I could talk about this movie for 30 more minutes. But we need to stop, guys. We need to make these movies shorter. Um, but, I mean, I was so into this, basically from moment one. Uh, and I think arguably the runtime, I did start to sort of distance myself around the two hour mark, knowing that there was like an hour left, but it's a four and a half out of five for me. And age rating wise, I think Ethan's right. This is darker. The Riddler, <laughs> he's got some gnarly stuff up his sleeve in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and it is a horror movie. Even like I said, like the Batman, this Batman is more brutal than most. Uh, and he's supposed to be the one you're rooting for. Um, but yeah, four and a half out of five stars. Go see this movie. I mean, I mean, even if you don't like Batman, this is like, honestly, Dark Knight level stuff where it is just so on the ball in terms of storytelling that even if you have no attachment to this character, I think you could come out of this movie. I don't love Batman, but I came out of this movie feeling like I could like run a marathon. Um, and yeah, it, oh man, comes out. It's out in theaters right now. Go, go right now. Stop listening. <laughs> go see this movie. Well, yeah, I wasn't actually going to, I wasn't thinking about watching this, but now uh, I just might. So Dude. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, thank you absolutely. for Yeah, thank you so much for talking with me. No problem. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we'll be talking about The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, and American Underdog the Kurt Warner story. Right now we're switching over to our review with Ethan about Uncharted. Hello again, Ethan. <laughs> Hello. So, what is Uncharted about? Um, well, it's about a video game that uh don't hate me. I have not played it, so <laughs> I'm not. I'm not too sure. But what I don't think from the movie. So it's um. I think it. Well, I love the movie. So it's a boy named Nate and his brother who were orphans, and one day they got caught stealing a map, and the brother. I think that was like his third strike, and they wanted to. I think change him. I forgot what it was. I'm sorry, I forgot. But they they were trying to take him out. So he hmm. decided to run away instead of being away from his brother. So then after many, many years, you see Nate all grown up and he meets a guy named Soli who tells him about all these things. And it's like a, it's like a hidden treasure. And he talks about it. And Nate, Nate's brother and him have fantasized of always finding this gold since they were younger. So he wanted to finish what his brother started because Soli talks about his brother like they know him. So he thought he was doing this for his brother. So then that's why he keeps doing this. 
but solely on the other hand is really for the gold so this movie is really like who you can trust so that's why i thought this movie was really cool because it's a lot of who you can trust and who you can't trust yes there were so many like double and like triple crossers like it was kind of crazy uh speaking of which who do you think had the best like acting performance of i guess the like the villains without spoiling anything you know what what do you think um Sully Sully was very very funny in this movie yeah um Mark Wahlberg he he's one of my favorite actors too so this just made it better and it was amazing to see him with Tom Holland which is another one of my favorite actors Mm -hmm. but I think I think he really did his best on his part and he was really really funny with it yeah. So as you mentioned, you didn't, you haven't played the game. I haven't played the game either, but based on your knowledge, I guess, of the game, do you think that fans of the game will enjoy this? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed it and I didn't know what it was about. And honestly, I didn't even think it was a game. I found out till after it felt like a normal movie. And that's what I really liked about it, that there's movies nowadays that aren't full on going with the game. Well, maybe it was, <laughs> but I, I personally thought it was just a really good adventure movie. And that's what I really liked about this movie. It was different from other ones that talk about games. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff like, you know, there's stuff like Jumanji, which doesn't exactly follow the game either. So that that's great that it's like newer and like kind of it doesn't exactly follow um, the you know, video game or anything. And I, yeah, it was kind of like a standalone film, but also fans yeah. of the game could return and, you know, see uh, some of their favorite characters. Yeah. And so what age range and star rating do you give it? I would give it five out of five stars and I'd recommend it ages for 14 to 18 because there is a lot of, uh, it's like some cursing, but it's it's funny when they do it. But I just don't think a younger audience would be able to watch that. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by University of Hawaii's Kids First Film Festival. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. 
Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about The Batman and Uncharted. Next up, we will be reviewing The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder with Tiana. How are you? I'm doing fine yourself. I'm doing good. So what is this show about? Yes, yeah, so the Proud Family Louder and Prouder is a reboot of the 2001 Proud Family series. And it follows, it's the same story basically, but it follows 14-year-old Penny Proud, who's voiced by Kyla Pratt. So all the characters are older. They've gotten new glow-ups. They are, they, as they say in the film, they stall the light. <laughs> and so Penny Proud has to face new challenges of the 2020s. Um, she has to face challenges with friendships, technology, social media, social issues in a town of Smithville. And of course, she's joined by her wild yet relatable family members we've come to love, such as Oscar Proud, who is voiced by Tommy Davidson, Trudy Proud, who is voiced by Paula Jai Parker, and Sugar Mama, who is voiced by Joe Marie Payton. So same story, but just way new adventures and it's more, in a sense, updated to fit this time, era, and generation. So, yeah, as you said, this is like a reboot um, of The Proud Family. So did you watch The Proud Family? Yes, I watched The Proud Family a lot, even after I saw the series. Um, This new series, I watched it and I saw the movie. Yeah. So did like, do you think that uh, that do you think that it'll be enjoyable to like fans of the older series? It will because it's by the same creator. So Bruce W. Smith is the creator. I got to interview him as well. He's the creator of everything Proud Family. He's the one who started this whole chain. So, of course, you can expect amazing things um, and similarities, the same laughable adventures and exciting storytelling. And then Ralph Farquhar, who I also got to speak with, um, created was one of the people who helped out with the movie. So, of course, you can get all the same Proud Family things. So even when I was watching it with my mom, who watched the old one, too, um, it was definitely something we could both enjoy. Yeah. And so, as you mentioned, you got to interview the creators. So what was that like? And what was like the most interesting thing you learned? They were amazing. I mean, we if the interview couldn't didn't have to cut off. We would have talked forever because they were so <laughs> funny. We were having so much fun. And I think one thing I learned was a little more of the process of how they decided to give these characters uh, their glow ups mm-hmm. and how they decided that They wanted to have, of course, the same storyline, but in order to fit this generation, they wanted everyone to be older. And now they're talking about more social issues that, you know, teenagers would be going through, like finding who you really are, kind of finding your style, growing out of uh, things that you used to like and be able to do, you know, um, 
like not really like falling in love but like on those terms so that's basically what i learned yeah and so you you yeah you've mentioned that there are like a lot of important topics that are covered on this show like what's are some of them um like other than the ones that you've already mentioned and how well do you think that they are covered so the main ones i mean basically what i named i think it's really i only got to see the first two episodes which are out now on disney plus um and i think like the main ones that i got that they covered were about how all the characters are older as i said so penny proud is now um she's now 14 she's a teen well a tween going into being a teenager she's starting to get into the world of boys you could say uh she wants to start wearing these clothes that her dad does not want her wearing she's starting to get a little more sad she's starting to develop all her friends are so i think that's probably one of the main uh things that are discussed the thing about finding yourself and growing up and growing apart and having to be able to adapt to your environment based on how you're changing. And I feel like that's a very, like, those are some very important topics, like, especially now with, you know, there are a lot of like expectations or like there's social media and, you know, I feel like it's great to have, you know, finding yourself uh, as a main topic. Right. So what age range and star rating do you give it? I definitely rate the Proud Family Louder and Prouder series five out of five stars. It was amazing. And I recommend it for kids ages 10 to 18. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. Yes, thank you. And really quick, make sure you go and watch it. It's on the first two episodes are on Disney Plus now. There are new episodes every Wednesday. All right. Good to know. (laughs) You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about the Batman Uncharted, the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, and American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Right now, we're switching over to Tiana's interview with the creators of the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Hello, everyone. I'm Tiana Sermons reporting for Kids First, and I am happy to share that the Proud Family is coming back. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Mr. Bruce W. Smith, who is the mastermind behind the Proud Family series and the Proud Family movie. And also with me today is Mr. Ralph Farquhar, who is best known for being the screenplay writer of the Proud Family movie. So they are both here to talk with me today about the latest Proud Family journey, the Proud Family Louder and Prouder series coming to Disney+. Plus. So let's get right into it. So Mr. Smith, all the characters received amazing glow-ups in the new Proud Family series. So what was the inspiration on how to determine the character's transformations? Well, that was uh, Ralph and I huddling once we decided, once it was decided that that we were uh, coming back to the screen in the most grandest way possible on Disney+. Plus. You know, we knew right away that um, we had a lot of unfinished business. So the first thing on the agenda is to find out where the characters are today. So that's when we decided to just age them up a couple of years. So you know, Penny's at the top of her junior high school class, along with all of her friends, Dijanae, Zoe, La Cienega, and Michael. And, uh, and that allowed us to really, you know, tackle a lot of real teen issues. The first time around, we were a tween show, and we were on the Disney Channel. So we delicately, you know, approached a lot of uh, the material that, that, you know, we, we presented. But now we kind of, you know, pulled the, pulled the cuffs off a bit and, 
and jump in with with uh, much more um, uh, uh, vigor and you know um, uh, just unapologetically being what we know the show is playing best when it's being that way. Definitely, and I got to screen the first two episodes, uh, which are going to be premiering tomorrow. And I have to say, seeing all the gloves or transformations of all the characters, I was like, "Wow, they did an amazing job bringing the show back." It's a glow up for real, like, and and that that's what we, uh, you know, we knew right away that that you know we're coming in in twenty twenty two. We we've got to really come correct, and we knew the the things that we wanted to talk about. We wanted to make sure that you know, the a visual approach, you know, could match that content. Of course. So, Mr. Farquhar, you are no stranger to the Proud Family, and you were even the screenwriter for the Proud Family movie. So what is it like for you being back again to dive deeper into the Proud Family characters? Oh, well, look, it's just a great opportunity uh, to do that, to actually dive deeper into these characters. Uh, you know, we began... Uh, first year we premiered, what, 2001? So it's, what, 21 years since? And a lot of things have changed. And uh, the challenge was to reflect those changes uh, uh, in an organic way. We we upgraded some of our characters. You might have noticed, like, Michael has really got a, a great, authentic look, if you will. Uh, that's one of our major upgrades because of the LGBTQ community and the issues surrounding that have come to the fore in the past 20 or so years. So we really wanted to highlight that. Uh, um, in addition to like aging the characters, just a little bit older, like from a tween to a 14 teens and where we are able to uh, uh, deal with uh, uh, a little bit deeper issues, everything from uh, 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 a new boyfriend, if you will, uh, 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 to racial issues, uh, uh, to issues, the topic of uh, of, 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 of social media uh, and the influencer, which was the topic of the second episode, I believe you saw. So that's that's been the uh, that's that's been the big upgrade, yeah. And social media, because when we first did this in uh, two thousand one, nobody was you know, Instagram. And I mean, I, maybe somebody was, I'm not sure, but no one was really doing it. Now it's like, it's like a big deal. So we've created like tick, tick and hologram and, and things like that to sort of uh, reflect that in our world. So Mr. Smith, so Penny Proud is now going through a whole new experience of being with her family and becoming her own person. What things about the old Penny can people still expect to see and enjoy? Well, listen, Penny, Penny's still growing. She, she's still sort of like, you know, the show focuses around uh, her kind of coming of age and, and really understanding the world around her. And, you know, we've set up a, a, the truest layer of a support unit that can help her navigate, you know, the, the idea of being a teenager. And, you know, so we take her through those various adventures in fun ways. Well, well, you know, another thing, Bruce, is that, look, Penny Pryor was never the perfect girl, you know. So Penny always makes, you know, she'll make mistakes. Uh, 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 you know, everything from acting out where her mom and dad sent her to live with her grandma. Uh, so we, we, we get to play with Penny. The great thing about Penny is you can watch and learn with her as she learns for herself, you know. And, uh, uh, and that will continue 
continue throughout the show. Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, I mean, of course, all the characters are relatable, but especially like Penny has a lot of different sides to her, to her, of course. So it makes her like especially relatable to everyone. Yeah. So, Mr. Farquhar, so this series shows everybody from the past series, of course, plus more characters, but they are all now developed. They have evolved, look different, and they're learning more about themselves. So what message can kids who are still trying to figure out who they are as they grow up learn from the Proud Family Louder and Prouder? And Mr. Smith, if you want to join in, you can too. Well, I, look, I, we hope that kids learn that they can be themselves and uh, no matter what, pushback you might get from someone else just be true to yourself be fearless about it i again i I hate to keep bringing up michael but we got we have ej johnson who is uh, uh voicing that character who is of the lgbtq community and he often talks about how he wanted to bring that fierceness that assuredness to the michael character that he wished he had when he was a, a teenager so uh, our look, our message to uh, kids, even to adults, be yourself fearlessly. And yep. thank you both for speaking with me today. This was amazing. And I cannot wait to view more episodes for the Proud Family series. Fantastic. Well, thank you for having us, Tiana. Yeah, thank yes. you. Well, you have to. Uh, uh, now, you've seen the first two, right? Yes. Okay, are you doing a review? Yes, and I was, when I saw I only had two episodes, I was like, no, I wish they had to give me more. <laughs> well, we have to get you more. That's Let's right. make sure you get more. Okay, but we'll, we'll make the uh, Cecilia will make that happen. Cecilia's going, oh no, Ralph, don't say that. But <laughs> we'll get. We'll, I want to hear from you. We'll get you more. All right, thank you. Okay. Great meeting you. Be well. You too. Okay. Bye. Check out The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, streaming on Disney Plus now with new episodes streaming every Wednesday. Again, I'm Tiana Sermons. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by University of Hawaii's Kids First Film Festival. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Join the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Sunday afternoon for the Empowered Kids series. It's two hours of programming geared toward our younger listeners and our young at heart listeners. 
We kick things off with Express Yourself Teen Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Then keep up with your favorite movies on Kids First Coming Attractions at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. The Empowered Kids Series, every Sunday on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about the Proud family louder and prouder. Next up, Ethan will be interviewing Hayden Zeller, the actor in American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. This is Ethan Furston from Kids First, and today I have the honor to interview Hayden Zoller from the heartwarming movie American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story, now available on digital. Chinese-born American actor Hayden Zoller is the 11-year-old who captured his place in people's hearts by inspiring appearance on American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story, as Zach Warner, who was adopted by Kurt Warner after marriage to Brenda. Zach was visually impaired due to traumatic brain injury when he was little, and Hayden, who is blind, perfectly portrays Zach. Hey Hayden, how you doing? I'm doing good. So, your portrayal of Zach is perfect, and I really love how you can play this character. So, what can you tell us about how you were casted for this role? Well, I... I, my friend Lucy, who is blind, she sent us a text about an audition for a blind person, and I really wanted to do it. So, and and, and Andy Irwin, my director on Zoom, he told me that I got the role. And it's really inspiring too, how you can still get really popular and do really good movies even with your disability. So I I, I look up to you honestly. This is it's amazing. And you're so good at acting, too. So what was it like to work with Zachary Levy? Uh, it's, his name is Zachary Levi. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it was very nice to get to work with someone that I've seen on movies before. Yeah. And this film had to take a really bad turn because of COVID. So what was it like to start shooting or take a break and come back from all of it? It was, it was hard, it was a little hard for me, because I, because I was, I had, I was just like keeping my mask up until, until people said I could pull it down, because I don't, because now you, now I just keep my mask up in all the places I go out to. Yeah, I think it's been a little hard for everyone now because of COVID. So, can you share any stories about working with co-stars on this, either on or off screen? Well, I Anna Anna Paquin, she she was a kid star, and I got to take inference from her, and she and, and Zachary Levi always played music between the scenes. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about The Batman, Uncharted, The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, and American Underdog, The Kurt Warner Story. Right now, we're continuing Ethan's interview about American Underdog, The Kurt Warner Story. And I did my homework and learned interesting facts about you. And I see that you sing and swim. And between those two, what is your favorite? 
I love both of them. I love getting exercise usually when I swim. Yeah. And I'm kind of a swimmer myself, so I had a question. Um, are you on a team where you live? Like a I, swim team? No, I'm not on a swim team. I I just usually whenever we're at hotels we our family jumps get goes into the pool. Pool. Yeah. The pool. And do you know any of the strokes of swimming or no? Uh, like no. this freestyle backstroke. No. No. <laughs> I don't. And do you think you'll pursue acting more in the future? I think I would, but I just really hope that writers write more roles yeah. for people with disabilities. And what was your favorite, like, favorite part about being in this film? I loved getting to ride, ride the tractor. Kurt Warner taught me how to ride it for the first time, and he did the same thing with Zach Warner. Yeah. And what message would you like to send to young actors like yourself in order for them to make their dreams come true? I would say don't ever, I don't give up on your dreams, even though, even though there's uh, people saying that you cannot do anything. Just don't give up. I agree with this. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us. On behalf of Kids First and myself, we wish you luck on your future projects, and we're looking forward to seeing more of your talent on the big screen. I'm Ethan Person reporting for Kids First. Remember to like and subscribe to our channel so you can see more of our reviews and interviews just like this one. This is Ethan Person signing off. Goodbye. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by University of Hawaii's Kids First Film Festival. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. For teens, by teens, and about teens. Tune into the uncensored and unedited discussions with young adults on Express Yourself. Every Sunday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Smart, tenacious teen hosts and reporters from around the country speak up and speak out. Express Yourself. Visit the website for the show to find out more at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And check out the show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Sunday. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Next up, Zoe will also be interviewing Hayden Zoller from American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Hi, Hayden. I'm so excited to meet you. I'm so excited to meet you, too. You have such a cute smile. Um, I think American Underdog is a great story. It's beautiful, and a lot of people can relate to it. So what do you think you like the most about the story? I love that um, they get to accomplish what they want wanted to do in American Underdog. I love that they could accomplish their dreams. This is your dream? Don't give up on it. Me too. I think it's such a beautiful message. And I love movies that are based on true stories because I feel like we can discover um, inspiring people like Kurt Warner and of course you. So who do you think inspires you? I, I'm just not very sure who uh, really inspires me right now. It's kind of in between. I, I like I'm Anna Paquin. She kind of inspires me, and I'm not sure what else right now. I love that. I love you. I love you too. I feel like he and I really connected really quickly and that was like a really special and beautiful. And your character establishes a great connection with Kurt in the story. So why do you think that happens and why do you think it's so important in the story that they have such a quick bond? Oh, come on, man. Just throw the dang ball. Football. Warner steps up in the pocket. Caught! You play. Yeah, I'd really like to, bud, but they didn't pick me. I picked you. Um, because because Kurt want, wants to follow his dreams, I think they connected by like they want to follow their dreams. That's probably and Zach, Zach Warner wanted to see who was at the door whenever Kurt knocked. Okay. Broke the radio. Oh well, you're missing a battery. That's why we're in the bathroom. Look at that. is the importance of your character in the story because I think the relationship with you and Kurt shows the power of real friendship and shows that there's no underdog when you are really determined. Well, I I think it's so important because if if Zack Warner wasn't in the story, it would probably change the whole storyline because, because Zack Warner uh, helps Kurt accomplish his dreams. Um, so what do you want to do? Like, what are your goals for the future? Do you want to keep doing films? Is this something you really love? I, I would, I would want, to, I would love to do more films, but I just really hope that they write more roles for people who have disabilities. Yes, of course. You're such an icon and I love that you are included in this wonderful film. Um, and Zachary Levi, I actually met him when he was in Miami and it's such an amazing cast. So how was it working with all these great actors? It was very exciting. We, we thought it was going to be like an indie flick, like a tiny film that didn't have those big actors, but it, it was surprising that it had those big actors and it was pretty exciting to hear that I, I could work with Zachary Levi and Anna Paquin. I would be so excited too. 
And I know you love music and swimming, so do you have any other hobbies or like special interests? Mm, I, I love playing video games and the swimming thing, it's the, it's, it's just the internet, it's not. I just do it as a, I, I swim, but I don't, I'm not like the, the swim team type of dude and I don't know strokes, so. Oh, I just do it as a hobby. Yeah, I do it at hotels. You swim at hotels? Yes, if there's a pool with, whenever we're on vacations, that's what I do. I swim. Yeah, what type of video games do you like to play? I love to play, uh, like, Super Smash Brothers, like the uh, some of the battling types on the Nintendo Switch. I love Nintendo Switch. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about the Batman, Uncharted, the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, and the American underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Right now we're continuing Zoe's interview with Hayden Zoller. Now, what do you think you love the most um, about like acting? I love that I get to meet new new famous actors because I just it's very nice getting to meet new people. Yeah, I love meeting new people too. And when you were recording, what scene did you love the most? Um, was it the one where like you were singing or when you were driving? I, I love the one when I was driving. It was my first experience driving a tractor. How was your experience? Did you enjoy it? Was it scary? It was very fun. I, I loved it. Yeah, I would love it too. It seems super, it was super entertaining to watch. And Zachary Levi has an upcoming Cezanne movie. So what kind of superhero would you like to play if you had the opportunity to play one? Probably like a daredevil or... I'm not sure what other superheroes I would play, but daredevil is just one of them I would probably play. I can totally see you as a daredevil. Probably a Doctor Strange. Another sorcerer. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Hayden. I had such a lovely time talking to you. Is there anything else um, about your experience on set that you want to share with the audience? Uh, one day I had to eat all the food. So one, so first scene was the macaroni scene, and then second was pot roast, and third, the cake. And I was so full that I couldn't even eat lunch, so I had to skip it. Was it good food, at least? It was good. It, it's good food. I want to say that you're such an inspiration to me as well and I'm so proud of you and everything you've done because you booked this amazing role once again with such talented actors so huge congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for talking with me. You're welcome. But thank you all so much for watching. I invite you to watch this on digital platforms as well. American Underdog is an amazing film and you can see the amazing um, Hayden Zoller and his amazing performance. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First film critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. And look out for our reviews on Press for Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by University of Hawaii's Kids First Film Festival. I'm Catherine reporting for Kids First. See you later. Bye.
you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off-camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week.